This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best like no one ever was. Every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now, this is where we learn all things about Pokemon, from the video game, to the anime, to new concepts. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. My name is Austin. I am your host. Thanking you very much for listening today. And now if you'd like to contact me in any way, you can email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com or leave a comment on our Facebook at facebook.com slash pokedexradio. Now links to everything talked about in today's episode and more can be found at pokedexradio.com slash 44 for today's episode. Now, uh, today we're actually going to be talking about uh, some more Pokemon X and Y updates, like some new Pokemon and new revealed non-playable characters, and a new Mewtwo special that is supposed to give more information about Mewtwo's past. Now, this is one of my favorite kind of like little alternate storylines that they have in the movies, uh, especially about Mewtwo, because of course the first movie was about Mewtwo, and then they came out with a second one, it was like straight to VHS and DVD, which was also one of my favorite Pokemon movies. But we'll get into that later, right after this. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios. Now they have over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, or Kindle. Again, please visit audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios to support the show. Now let's get into our first article here. Uh, is about a, uh, this is only for Japan. This is a Jirachi and an Eevee event, two different events. Um, the first one is a Jirachi event. will be given away for the Black and White and Black and White 2 games. This will be available between July 1st and July 31st. Um, don't exactly know how it will be released yet, if it's over Wi-Fi at a certain place for an event uh, or what, but this is for a Jirachi will be released between July 1st and July 31st for Black and White and Black and White 2 in Japan. The second event is a Singing Eevee, and the reason it's called a Singing Eevee is it has the moves Sing, Echoed Voice, Return, and Attract. It will be at level 50. Um, it will be inside of a Cherish Ball and holds a Silk Scarf. Now, the Singing Eevee will be available available starting July 13th, um, and this will be uh, in a celebratory event for the, uh, the next movie's release. Now, if you're interested in attending, obviously you have to be in Japan, uh, you have to actually apply in advance, and details will be given on the official movie website uh, for the 16th movie. But again, these are only for Japan, so if you're there, check them out. Uh, now for our first, um, one of our first topics of today's show, uh, the, some more updates about the Pokemon X and Y games. Okay, uh, so first let's go over a lot of the things that we've talked about in the past. Obviously, the past uh, two episodes, I think, have been about Pokemon X and Y. A lot of uh, we're just going to go over a lot of clarifications here about what we've gone over and what is officially confirmed or not. Okay, now I'm going to go off of a, um, a couple of different articles here. One from Poke Beach and one from Bulba, um, uh, from uh, Bulba News, uh, from Bulba Garden. Um, Bulbapedia, excuse me. So, because there's there's a ton of information that's been revealed. Of course, once the games comes out, this is all going to be you know for naught. But let's go over a lot of the things that we've that have been confirmed already. We have a new fairy type, and you've heard my opinion about it in the last episode. So, fairy type is confirmed, and it is confirmed that it is super effective against dragon. There you go. Sylveon, the new Eevee uh, evolution, will be a fairy type. Uh, some older Pokemon will be reclassified as fairy, um, uh, such as uh, Jigglypuff, uh, uh, Gardevoir, and a few other Pokemon as well. Now, here are some other um, 
uh, some other information that we've got uh, that we've uh, heard. Okay, we know Mewtwo has at least one new form. Uh, here I'm seeing that Mewtwo has a possible two new forms, not just the one, and both are activated um, through items, which is interesting. Okay, uh, the new professor in the games, uh, the main professor is uh, is uh, Professor Patrice. Um, you know, going along with the the French, you know, uh, uh, influence in the games. Patrice is a very you know French sounding name. Okay, the starter final evolutions are Fire Psychic. I like that one. Grass Dark and Water Fighting. At least we move the fighting part away from the fire part, which is nice. Um, fire and Psychic sounds amazing. I can't wait to try uh, try out uh, that Pokemon. Grass and Dark also sounds nice. And Water Fighting, it's different. At least it's not on the fire. At least it's not fire fighting again. But anyways, that's something that we've heard over the past month or so. Okay. Uh, next, we've uh, it's been confirmed that the first gym leader is a bug uh, type gym leader. Uh, it's a bug gym. And uh, there's also more information about uh, that gym leader, which we'll go over in a minute. Uh, the next thing we've seen, uh, a few attacks will be dual typed. Now, I, we don't exactly know exactly what that means, that if it will uh, pretty much when you attack your attack, let's say, for example, I'm just going to throw in an attack there. Um, I don't know, flamethrower, just thinking about fire type moves. It'll be this is just, as an example, flamethrower is not going to be retyped or anything like that, as far as I know. But I'm just giving this as an example. Flamethrower will be, let's say, fight, uh, fire and, I don't know, dark type. Okay? So, I don't know exactly what that means. I don't think they'll be uh, shooting out two types at once. Um, but, I mean, they might be different depending on uh, what conditions you're in or something like that. Uh, like, uh, like, let's say, for example, a move like Thunder. I mean could be interpreted either maybe as a flying type or a or even like a water type move because i mean it does get you know boosted when you when you use rain dance or if it's raining but then again those are just those are just examples but anyways so some types will be dual a few attacks will be dual typed which is a, a new a new mechanic to the to the uh, battle styles which is interesting speaking of battle styles we have um a new type of battle where flying type pokemon and Pokemon with Levitate can participate in. We talked about this last uh, last episode. Sky battles. Now, um, it's interesting. Uh, you can battle in the sky, which is... You'd, you'd think they would have done this already, but they didn't. But finally, we have it as well as Horde battles, um, where you can uh, encounter up to five Pokemon in the wild at once. Uh, you'll be able to see Pokemon's effort values, EVs, in a certain in-game facility. Um, and you're actually going to be able to as well, um, uh, that possibly that you can boost EVs through mini games inside the game. Um, and you can take up to two hours to get one stat to its max EVs, which is still a lot easier than going around and battling, you know, certain trainers or certain, or only certain Pokemon to max out your EVs in a certain stat, um, this seems like it'll be a lot easier, but it is confirmed that you can actually, uh, that there'll be a greater visibility of effort values within the game, which is nice. All right. After that, we've, we've seen some new Pokemon as well. We've seen Go-Goat, um, we've seen Pancham, we've seen Fletchling, Helioptile, which we talked about in previous episodes. Um, okay, Pancham uh, as well, it's a um, uh, Pokemon that it evolves into is called Pangoro. Uh, and it's, uh, now I don't know if exactly all of these things have been 100% confirmed, but these are from very good, um, sources, uh, and they're putting it up here on Poke Beach. This is just a lot of information that we, we've gotten. So, uh, Pansham evolves into Pangoro, possibly in its third and level thirties somewhere. Um, now, but the only way it can evolve is you have to have a dark type Pokemon in your party, another dark type Pokemon in your party. Um, and Pangoro's type is a fighting dark type. Okay, another Pokemon uh, named uh, Inke evolves into into a Malamar, just new Pokemon that I've never seen before. And to evolve it, now this is different. To evolve Inke into Malamar, you have to hold your 3DS upside down when it levels up. Now the 3DS has an accelerometer and gyroscope, uh, so it can it can know when you're doing that. And Malamar's type is dark and psychic, which I think is an interesting way to evolve Pokemon if that is true. Uh, a new psychic type Pokemon named Esper evolves into Meowstic. 
mm, Meowstic. Uh, another psychic type Pokemon, like I said. Uh, uh, like in black and white, you'll have uh, two rivals. Uh, and we'll talk about uh, some of these non-playable characters in a minute. Uh, uh, another professor uh, named Professor Sycamore. Interesting. I mean, if you listen to other podcasts, uh, other Pokemon podcasts, you know exactly why I paused at Professor Sycamore. I'm looking at you, uh, Puckle Podcast. I don't know. Nothing against them. They're good guys. Anyways, going on. Okay, so Professor Sycamore will actually give you either Bulbasaur, Charmander, or Squirtle within the game. Very interesting. Um, okay, so now we mentioned. I mentioned Go Go a minute ago. Now. During a lot of the uh, the E3 stuff and a lot of the videos that we've seen, you can you can ride a Go Goat within within a uh, uh, Lumois Lumois City, whatever however you, however you pronounce it. You can ride a Go Goat within the city, but the thing is, you can't ride your own Pokemon, which obviously is a little bit of a disappointment. But what it looks like is you can rent a Pokemon to ride. And I guess depending on the area you're in, or I believe it's only Go Goat you can ride on. I don't know, especially with a name like Go Goat, like you ride on top of the thing and it goes for you, anyways. Um, but it seems like it can only work with Go Goat as of as of this. I know I mentioned uh, uh, Ride On in uh, in the last episode. I'm sorry, Rhyhorn in the last episode, but it seems like you can only ride with Go Goat, um, at least in in uh, uh, Lumois Lumois City. Um, so this still needs to be, it still isn't exactly 100% confirmed yet. Um, but we, we have to, you know, keep an eye on this to see exactly what goes on and how we can go about writing other Pokemon. Uh, if something like Rhyhorn or something like that, because the games are being still, you know, updated. They're not, you know, for release yet. Those were only, um, you know, smaller playable versions at E3 and, and some of the, um, uh, uh, gameplay trailers that we've seen. So things might be updated soon. Things might not never get updated. So we can only ride Go Goat, uh, and only in that city. But we'll see. Okay. Uh, next thing is HMs. Obviously, they still exist. Which we you know we need Surf, we need Cut, we need Fly, things like that. Uh, but there will be a lot less of them. What are there like eight HMs now? Technically, there's like nine because there's like Dive as well. But we never used Dive, and it was reclassified as something else. Anyways, um, there's going to be a lot less. HMs. Uh, what exactly this means, I don't know. Obviously, we're going to be using the the normal ones. Fly. We better still be able to use fly because that'll be a pain to get around. Excuse me. Okay, so there's a. Sorry, I'm drinking some water. So, um, fly. We're definitely going to need surf. Definitely going to need cut. Um, strength. Hopefully, they keep strength as an HM. Um, and some others, like some others, I actually don't really like that they are HMs because they're a pain. Because uh, there's a lot of water type HMs. Uh, there's at least what four. There's surf, uh, dive, waterfall, uh, whirlpool. You know that's too much. Too many water type HMs. I don't like having a water. Uh, one of my water Pokemon only having HMs on it is which is usually what I do. Anyways, going on. Uh, there's a new move called Belch, which is a poison type move. It has a base power of 120, which is uh, seems like one of the strongest poison type moves. Um, now, but a user must consume a held berry to perform it. Okay, uh, makes it kind of makes sense, I guess. Uh, next move is called Draining Kiss, which I believe I mentioned in the last episode is a fairy type attack. Um, now it heals the user for the same amount of damage performed and has a base power of sixty, which is cool. Uh, it's similar to like a uh, uh, like a Giga Drain or something like that. But this one, instead of only taking you know a certain percentage, like one fourth or one half, um, this heals the user for the same amount of damage performed you know it's pretty cool okay now i mentioned to you before that there that that mewtwo could have a possibility of two different forms um according to this poke beach article if the previously revealed mewtwo uh, form of mewtwo uh can be said to look roughly similar to mewtwo's original design the second supposed form of mewtwo can be said to look roughly or vaguely similar to mew's design um which is a little, I, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know how to take that. Okay, obviously there's two new Mewtwo forms. One looks kind of like the, the one that we've seen, which looks like the original Mewtwo um, concept art, and one looks more like a Mew. Okay, but what, I, I don't know. Okay, maybe we need to see more origins of Mewtwo. Maybe this is just me speculating about stuff. 
Um, if that is Mewtwo, okay, the Mewtwo we've seen is the the original Mewtwo form. It has more forms, and they're activated by items. And we know that Mewtwo has. There, there were other uh, attempts to clone Mew and stuff like that. Is this in, you know, in homage to that in some way, or is this um, kind of like looking at that and saying, yeah, this is. Uh, what the other Mews, uh, what the other, you know, possible Mewtwo clones could have looked like. I don't know. I mean, I want to go over another rumors episode and another uh, type of things. I know I think our third episode was about rumors, but um, I was talking with a friend of mine at work. Uh, actually, we had this conversation like a month or two ago about all these different, um, I don't want to say rumors, but uh, uh, kind of like lore and legend stuff within the Pokemon uh uh, within Pokemon, like the storyline and everything that, like, let's say, for example, uh, Ditto is a Pokemon that can learn Transform, pretty much the only Pokemon that can learn Transform outside of Mew, um, and then maybe like Smeargle, but um, but that's, you know, Smeargle uses his sketch thing. Anyways, so Ditto has the same, you know, scale of, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, same base stats in, in a way, same scale of base stats as a Mew. You know, Mew's 100 across the board. Ditto is like 48 across the board or something like that. I think, did I mention this in an episode? I don't remember. I might have mentioned it in a uh, in a um, in a special content episode for the for the uh, Pokedex Radio app. But anyways, if you know if you know what I'm talking about, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, if you know what I'm trying to get at, you know what I'm talking about. So, anyways, let me. I don't know. Let me just move on before I make myself sound like an idiot again. <laughs> moving on okay so uh, we got the starters okay so yeah let's move on to the new uh characters in the game okay so first of all okay we know we're in a french influenced place okay i forgot what the region is called off the top of my head uh the Kalos region okay and there's uh, some new towns i mentioned uh Lumois city uh now there is a uh the a town that you start in which is um, Vannyville Town or Vanneville Town. Um, obviously, you can choose as either the male or female character. Now, the male or female character uh, are uh, they are Serena and Callum. Serena's the girl, Callum's the boy. Whichever one you don't choose lives next door to you in Vanneville Town. Um, you have uh, you have three uh, you have uh, you have three friend three other friends. Of course, uh, obviously, other than the either Serena or Callum that you choose, the other one, the opposite gender, will be one of your friends. So you have four friends. First one is Shauna, uh, who's a, a girl. Uh, her description is an incredibly energetic girl who's coming along the journey to find the uh, to find a dream of her own. She is friendly and outgoing, and seems to genuinely enjoy the curiosities you'll come across on your journey. The next one is Trevor, which is a, a dude with Justin Bieber hair. Um, uh, bursts with curiosity about the world around him. He's an excellent student, very competitive, wanting to be the first of the group to complete his Pokedex. Next one is uh, Tierno, um, which is kind of a, a chubby-looking dude on the picture. Uh, is the uh, okay? He's a dancer and wants to be uh, wants more than anything to create a dance team with his Pokemon. Strong, kind, and light on his feet. Tierno um, uh, gets easily distracted by watching opposing Pokemon during battles because he's too busy trying to incorporate Pokemon moves into his dances. Okay, um, the chubby guy's the dancer. Okay, let's move on. Um, okay, the first gym leader I mentioned to you before is a bug-type gym. Okay, she's a bug trainer. Very, very interesting about, about uh, her. Okay, first of all, her um, artwork. She's a photographer. Awesome, okay? Um, I've been... You know, I went to school for, you know, TV production, stuff like that, and sort of journalism kind of thing. So I learned a little bit about photography when I was in school. Obviously, I learned a lot more once I got out of school, once I started actually getting my hands on a real camera. Um, not a real camera, but like an actual, you know, DSLR camera, learning about photography um, without actually using a video camera, which is what we used a Panasonic camera at school. Anyways, moving on. Um, so the... The city she lives in is the Santa Loon City. Uh, her name is Viola. Uh, that is the the gym leader there. Um, you will be able to encounter her. Uh, she she's the very first. Uh, wow, what am I talking about? You'll be she's the very first gym leader you'll you'll encounter again. Um, but you will also learn about her sister. You'll meet her sister first. Her older sister, whose name is Alexa, 
and she is a journalist. She works for a publishing house in uh, Lumois City. Awesome. Right there, it just like hits me home. Photography and journalism, which is stuff that I learned about in school. Ah, amazing. Anyways, um, so she is a professional. So um, Viola is a professional photographer who specializes in Pokemon photography. Um, and she, like I said, is the um, Santa Loon City gym leader. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just awesome. Just moving on now. Okay, so um, four more Pokemon. Uh, I've mentioned uh, two of them in the past episode. But let's get to the first one here is Litleo. Uh, it looks kind of like a little cat looking thing. It is a fire type. Uh, fire and normal type Pokemon. Um, it has a... Um, a new move uh, in Pokemon X and Y called Noble uh, Noble Roar, um, and intimidates targets and lowers their attack stat, which is kind of cool. The new Pokemon, it's a new fairy type Pokemon um, called Flabebe. Now, looking at it, it looks like a grass type Pokemon, but it's actually a fairy type Pokemon on top of a flower. That's why it might look like a grass type Pokemon, because it's actually... The entire artwork, if you look at the top of it really closely, you'll see the little tiny fairy thing holding one of the, um, I don't know, things on the flower uh, coming out of um, where the the pollen would be on a flower, I guess. Um, So it's a little fairy on top of a flower, and depending on where you are, uh, I guess, in the region, the flowers will be of different colors, you know, of different flowers, things like that. Of course, there's not just one type of flower everywhere, so you'll see... Uh, this little Flabebe on top of different flowers. Uh, so a little bit about Flabebe. It lives atop a flower that it chooses soon after it's born and will care for this flower its entire life. Um, players may see different Flabebe holding flowers of different colors when encountering them in the wild. Um, Flabebe is able to draw forth hidden powers that lie within its flower and use those powers in moves while battling. It knows a move called Fairy Wind, which is a fairy-type move, uh, debuting um, in... Pokemon X and Y, of course, that summons a wind that blasts its opponent as it attacks. Blasts an opponent as it attacks. Um, like all fairy-type moves, it is super effective against dragon-type. Pretty cool. Okay, next uh, Pokemon that we... I think I mentioned it before. Uh, well, I did mention its final evolution. The new bug-type lineup um, for the games I mentioned is uh, uh, Vivion. I, I didn't know how to pronounce it. I'm just going to pronounce it like that, and that's what I'm going to go on until I actually hear a correction. So... Um, Vivione is like the new bug flying type Pokemon, kind of like Butterfree, you know, and and Beedrill, things like that. Its uh, first, its base evolution is called Scatterbug. Uh, Scatterbug, you know, pretty basic, you know, worm looking Pokemon, no string shot, things like that. Once it evolves, it evolves into a Pokemon, and I don't know how to pronounce this very well. I'm going to take it off of the word, you know, pupa, you know, how you, you know, the, the if you, if you ever went to like seventh grade or sixth grade science, you'll know this. Um, you know, the worm it, it then uh, transforms, uh, not transforms, but I can't think of the name for it right now. It's been so many years since I was in sixth or seventh grade. Uh, it goes to its pupa form and then it then it transforms into the um, meta, meta, metamorphosis, anyways, into its um, next one with wings or whatever. So the Pokemon's name is either Spupa or Spupa. I'm going to say Spupa. That's because it sounds more like pupa. Uh, that's where you even get the name, the word, um, the name for Pupitar. You know, that's where that comes from. Anyway, so uh, Scatterbug evolves into Spupa, then evolves into Vivione afterwards. So those are some of the information, some of the information about the new Pokemon X and Y games. Let's see if we find anything else. Uh, no. Okay. No. Okay, so yeah. That is a lot of the new information about the games. One thing that really did I, I enjoyed uh, reading when I was uh, doing some information uh, this morning before recording was definitely about uh, the gym leader, Viola, and her sister, Alexa. One being a professional photographer, which is awesome. I love photography. And then her sister, was who's a journalist, which when I first saw her, I didn't obviously I didn't know that they were related, uh, but I thought one was might have been another gym leader or even possibly like your mother or something like that. But um, she looks too young to be so... Um, uh, as she, you know, she's wearing like, I don't know what she's wearing on her hip. Um, looks like a pokeball and some sort of pouch. Anyways, moving right along. 
Okay, so we'll talk about the Mewtwo thing uh, with Mewtwo's Origins with a new special movie right after this. Now, if you're looking to shop on Amazon for video games and Pokemon merchandise, instead of going straight through Amazon, you can visit my Amazon store at pokedexradio.com store. Here I have compiled many different games and consoles, and I'm always adding more to it. Now, using my store will help support the podcast and won't cost you any more than what you would normally pay on Amazon. Now, you use, the, you, know, you use Amazon to buy things all the time anyway, so why not just buy through my affiliate store and help me out? And if you'd like to buy non-video game-related items on Amazon, but you would still like to help me out, email me the links to the exact items you want, and then I'll email you back with my affiliate links to those exact items. Now, to visit my store, go to pokedexradio.com store, or if you'd like more information about emailing me the links to items, just email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com. Now let's get to the new Mewtwo um, special. It airs in Japan on July 11th. Now, I didn't actually see this until this morning, even though this is actually an older article about a week ago. Now, this new special is called uh, Prologue to Mewtwo's Awakening. At least that's the the Japanese title for it. Uh, Again, it will be airing in Japan on July 11th. Uh, The plot of this special uh, is supposed to take place right before the Mewtwo and Genesect film. So uh, So it'll be better probably to watch this and then go to watch the film. Now, the special will feature an encounter between Virgil, um, the uh, the Eevee trainer from the anime, um, and Mewtwo, who is in its new form, or whatever that may be. Now, it's been a long time since um, Mewtwo returns and um, Mewtwo strikes back, okay? It's a long time. Uh, according to this Poke Beach article, it says 12 years. Has it been 12 years? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, from Mewtwo Returns, it's been 12 years, yeah. But from uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back, which is the first movie I want to say, uh, it's, it's been a long movie. Anyways, uh, so this new special is supposed to talk about Mewtwo's past and its purpose. And if the Mewtwo in the new film is the original Mewtwo, because uh, an odd thing about this movie, at least in the Japanese version, the Mewtwo has a female voice now compared to a male voice from before. Um... Perhaps this special is airing to bring uh, new fans up to date for the film, which could make sense. But at the same time, you know, we have the o- older movies, you know, uh, the original Pokemon movie. Let's, let's t- just type in this real quick. Pokemon movie 1999. Let's see. Pokemon, the first mu- movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Okay, from there we have Mewtwo Returns that came out, I want to say, three years later. Okay. Um, where's the article? Sorry, I lost it. I was typing in stuff. Okay. So Mewtwo Strikes Back was the very first Pokemon movie. We knew, we learned about Mewtwo. I believe it was in the DVD version. I know you can probably watch it on YouTube or something like that. The, the, the origins sort of of Mewtwo, uh, where it's the reason why the scientists that cloned Mewtwo, uh, took on the, sorry, I'm playing with my microphone, took on the, um, task of trying to clone this Mewtwo because he was trying to clone his daughter who had died, which is a very um, dark, very un-4Kids friendly. Obviously, 4Kids, I don't think has... Uh, does 4Kids still do with Pokemon? Anyways, moving on. Um, uh, so it was very dark, very not kid-friendly, let's put it that way, uh, especially for like a PG audience. It doesn't really work too well, or, or even a, a G audience. Um going on with the uh, the MPAA standards here in the U.S. Um, so that story really isn't known, at least to many, you know, casual Pokemon trainers, as at least I would like to believe. Like, I didn't really know about the, uh, the origins of Mewtwo, that like little five-minute bit where you see uh, a cloned, the, the cloned baby form of Mewtwo, um, the girl the Charmander, Squirtle, and the Bulbasaur clones as well, floating along the sky. You know, all of a sudden, those clones don't make it. Those clones die. And then that's why uh, Mewtwo actually decides to go crazy uh, at the very beginning of the movie and destroys the thing because his four best friends, the only friends he's ever had, just died. It's a huge thing. And unfortunately... Uh, you know, the girl wasn't able to be cloned and she's obviously dead. And that's the reason Mewtwo actually has the three starter Pokemon later on in the game fully evolved 
Blastoise, Mewtwo, and uh, Venusaur. I'm sorry, wow, what did I say? Blastoise, Charizard, and Venusaur. Okay, so anyways, this new uh, Mewtwo, um, this new uh, prologue to Mewtwo's Awakening could possibly be, uh, like, like this article says, bringing new fans who have not seen those other movies up to date with who Mewtwo actually is. Um, uh, Alexa, the older sister of uh, Viola, the Santa Loon uh, City gym leader, is in this movie, uh, and um, which is kind of cool. I like the uh, little video camera thing she has on her head, which is kind of interesting, actually. Something, uh, anyways, um, it's like a video camera with a little microphone thing, so she can record and hear what's being recorded with her video camera as well. Interesting. Technology in anime honestly just blows my mind. But moving on. So let's talk about this for a little bit. Okay, putting aside uh, Alexa. Uh, and her journalism cool stuff. Putting aside Virgil, the evolution trainer. If you don't know who he is, if you look him up, if you just type in Pokemon Virgil uh, Eevee, uh, you'll be able to find out exactly who he is. What I actually thought he was, was the original guy from the very, very beginning uh, where there was an episode about um, a kid and all of his uh, and his four brothers who were all Eevee trainers and they were trying to make him evolve his Eevee into either um, uh, Vaporeon, Flareon, or Jolteon. I don't think it's the same guy, uh, even though looking at him, uh, I think I lost the article, and it was looking at him, he has like a similar haircut and stuff like that uh, to that original kid, but I don't think that's his, this is him because his storyline is completely different. Anyways, so um, moving on from that, we see Mewtwo, who is in its new form in this movie. Um, I guess we get to learn, uh, I wonder what uh, new, you know, um, new information we'll learn about Mewtwo and its origin. Will we get to see anything more about Giovanni? Will we get to see anything more about um, uh, possibly it, it in its uh, younger form with the the three other Pokemon? What happened to all of the other uh, Pokemon, all the cloned Pokemon that we saw from before, including in the Mewtwo Returns movie? Um, you know, before, you know, it was mostly Team Rocket who was interested in Mewtwo. And then Butch and Cassidy were in the movie as well. Obviously, Jesse and James. Um and then there was um, the 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 black tulip. Was that her name? I don't remember. It's been a long time, and I don't think my VHS version of that movie even works anymore. Probably have to buy a DVD version off of uh, Amazon somewhere, which I'm probably going to use my own Amazon affiliate link to do. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, if this is just a prequel to that movie, giving a little bit informa- giving a little bit of information about you know the Genesec thing and the reason why it can transform into its new form then okay. But I would prefer to see more elaboration on possibly that little girl, possibly, you know, the scientist that originally was trying to clone his daughter who failed and then who Giovanni came in, gave him a bunch of money, funded all of this stuff. Um, They went to, uh, honestly, in the video game, if you know anything about the video game from the original games, he goes to what, New Guinea? in South America or something like that um, and finds this DNA of this ancient Pokemon named Mew. And then he tries to then clone it. But that's the, but then the video game is different from the anime in a lot of its background storyline things. So I don't know exactly what's, uh, what's going on and what's happening regarding that um, from the anime, because I know they do go to some, you know, rainforesty type looking place and they find this DNA and they try to clone it. But I don't know. We'll see what happens when this movie comes uh, when this um when this special comes out. Um, I don't know if it's only going to be half an hour, if it's going to be an hour, but it says it's going to be on TV in Japan on July 11th. Um Okay, let's move on now uh to just a few other articles before we end this show. Uh, yeah, let's let's not do that article. It's already getting kind of kind of long today. Okay. Uh, first one is about okay. We've talked about the Pokemon Scramble U game before. There are uh, there are a few new um, near field communication figures, NFC figures that have been uh, uh, revealed. Uh, they'll be available actually starting today, June twenty first. Of course, only in Japan, like I mentioned before. Now, this new set includes a Jirachi, a Celebi, a Deoxys, a Darkrai, a Mew, and a Shaman, um, and also a rare Red Genesect uh, Red Genesect figure will be released as well. 
and it's based off of uh, the Red Genesect from the 16th movie, which we were just talking about a second ago. Now, each figure will cost uh, 200 yen. Now, obviously, you know, putting these game, putting these little figures onto the uh, controller for the Nintendo Wii U will import them into the um, Pokemon Scramble U game. Now, I think this is interesting that they bring in. Now, this picture is terrible because it's kind of like like squished together. There you go, better. Okay. Now, these little characters, each one is from the main like rare Pokemon from each game. Preferably, let's say, uh, unattainable Pokemon from each game. From the first generation, Mew. It was very hard to get Mew in the very first generation, at least back when it was black and white. And I'm sorry, black and white, uh, red, blue, and yellow. Okay, now we have other ways to get it and stuff like that. They had a, an event where they released them, all that stuff. Uh, then Celebi from the second generation, Jirachi from the third generation, which I believe one of the only ways to get it was to have the Colosseum uh, bonus disc thing, which uh, it's impossible, nearly impossible to get it now unless you buy it online. Um, now, if you have, if you want a Jirachi, uh, I know I gave it away once when I did my uh, contest um, back early in the early days of Pokedex Radio. I have that bonus disc. I can try to boot it up for you if you if you want something, if you want to trade for it, something or whatever. Uh, the next one was uh, Deoxys, then Darkrai, which these Pokemon are all, if you don't go to any events or anything like that, these Pokemon are practically unattainable in all of the games. And the next one is Shaman. Again, mostly event Pokemon. Pretty interesting there. Um, Again, these are for the Pokemon Scramble U game that is still only available in Japan as of yet. Um, and they'll actually, they're actually available starting today at 200 yen each. All right, the last uh, thing that I want to talk about today is a Jirachi event uh, for Japan. Well, like I mentioned before. Um, oh, actually, I didn't realize I had two articles about it. Cool. Okay, so I mentioned before Jirachi event for Japan. Uh, we have uh, updated stuff about it. Uh, again, like I mentioned uh, earlier in uh, today's episode, it was it's between July 1st and July 31st. Um, okay, uh, it will have the same moveset that it had in a certain episode, uh, Best Wishes 132. Okay, I didn't read this article. I'm just going to give you that. I didn't read this article before I decided to start recording the show. I just clicked on a couple of things and it was like, this sounds interesting. Okay, um, it has the moves Healing Wish, Psychic, Swift, and Meteor Mash. It's at level 50. Uh, its original trainer uh, in Japanese translated as Decolora, and it holds a Mickleberry. Um, it has the ability Serene Grace. Uh, it will have a Wishing Ribbon, and it will come in a Cherish Ball like most event Pokemon today. It will be available for Wi-Fi for the Pokemon Black and White and Black and White 2 games. Uh, only in Japan, of course, unfortunately. Um, only in Japan, level 50, Black and White and Black and White 2 Um with the moves uh, Healing Wish, Psychic, Swift, and Meteor Mash between July 1st and July 31st in Japan. Okay. Um, and as I read this article going along, there's actually more events about that singing Eevee that I mentioned earlier in today's episode. The Eevee is a female Eevee as an uh, original trainer of Kyo, uh, excuse me, uh, translated. Um, the Eevee will only be available for 45 minutes. Okay, between, what's that, 17, that's 5, and 5.45 um, p.m. over there. The coupons mentioned in the Core Girl Comics will be available uh, to, uh, will be able to be redeemed for singing Eevee at Toys R Us and Pokemon Centers nationwide, uh, with only one Eevee given out per coupon. Wait. Will, will be able to be redeemed for singing Eevee at Toys R Us and Pokemon Centers nationwide. Okay, I'm assuming this is only for Japan because uh, for a, a, a singing Eevee nationwide at Toys R Us and Pokemon Centers nationwide. We don't have Pokemon Centers here, but we do have Toys R Us. I'm assuming this is still only for Japan, um, but if it's only available for 45 minutes and this has to do with the new movie, we probably won't be getting this until the movie comes around um, to the States and to uh, other um, continents as well. So... That's uh, more information to an article that I didn't realize was old when I read it before. Anyway, so that is it. That's pretty much it for all of the main topics that I wanted to talk about today. All the news articles and everything, and the two main topics that I wanted to talk about. Um, so let's get on to the Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? 
The Pokemon of the episode today is Pokemon number 232, Donphan. Uh, Donphan is classified as the armor Pokemon. He is ground type. Uh, it's a gender ratio of 50-50 in the wild. It evolves from Fantby. Open up the article here. Uh, evolves from Fantby at level 25. Um, in the black and white games, you can find, uh, you cannot find Fampi at all. You have to do either a Pokemon transfer or uh, from find it in the dream world. Uh, and in black and white two, you can actually trade um, a person in Nimbasa City. Now, this is the Japanese name. I didn't actually find the English name for it. Um, but I believe I mentioned uh, this person in the last episode where you can get a uh, Actually, the same, the same person I mentioned in the Pokemon episode last time was actually the same person you can get a Fampi from. Uh, let's actually look this up. Pokemon Black and White 2. Tetsu Pokemon Wiki. Uh, Curtis. Yes, Curtis. If you're playing as a female character in uh, Pokemon Black and White 2... Um, Oh, yes. If you're playing as, a, as the female character in Black and White 2, you should be able to meet Curtis in Nimbasa City. And you uh, just any day out of out of the week, he'll trade you a different Pokemon. And one of the Pokemon he'll trade you is a Fampi uh, level 50. He'll be holding a Rage Candy Bar, have the ability Sand Veil. Uh, he'll have a random nature. And his original trainer will be Curtis uh, with an ID of 54118. And you can trade it pretty much anything uh, from what I see here. Um, so that is the way to get Fampi in black and white too. You have to trade with this person, uh, Curtis. You have to have the female character though. That is, uh, that is, um, that is one thing that is a little bit different. Uh, now let me, I'm sorry. Let me read this, uh, for a second. Uh, yeah, you have your main, you as the, as the character have to be a female in order to find Curtis. Okay. Who's Yancey? Yancey, if you have the male character, you'll find Yancey, and Yancey trades you different Pokemon, not a Fampi. Okay, so you have to be the female person, uh, female uh, character to trade. So, like I said, Fampi evolves uh, at level 25 to Donphan, and Donphan, again, cannot be found in Black and White or Black and White 2. But now Donphan's, uh, um, Donphan's uh, abilities, uh, does Fampi have any different ones? Pick up Sandvale. And okay, so Fampi's abilities are pick up has a ten percent chance of finding uh finding and holding an item after battle. Now, obviously, this is not going to work if your Fampi's already holding something. And in black and white, it allows for the user to pick up an item if the opponent or ally of an opponent or ally uh, if they used if if they used it up during um if they used up the item in battle. So if your opponent uses an item, your Fampi will probably have a chance of picking it up. Uh, its hidden ability is Sand Veil. Sand Veil um, raises the Pokemon's evasion during a sandstorm by one level, which is nice. Donphan, once it evolves, hidden um, pickup will become uh, sturdy. This Pokemon is unaffected by one-hit knockout moves, uh, and in Generation 5, the Pokemon cannot be knocked out when it, uh, when it has full HP. So, uh, regardless if the move is a, a one-hit KO move or not, if you're at full HP, you cannot be killed by one move, or you cannot be fainted by one move. Its hidden ability still is Sand Veil, which raises the Pokemon's evasion uh, during a sandstorm by one level. Now, Donphan's base stats, this thing can scroll any faster, is HP 90, attack 120, very strong, defense 120, again, very strong, special attack 60, special defense 60, and a speed of 50. Um... Speed is pretty slow, but its attack and defense are immense, as HP is pretty good at 90 as well. Um, obviously, this is one of the very first uh, second-generation Pokemon that was revealed during the first Pokemon movie, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, wow, because we see Donphan, uh, a trainer, using Donphan against Ash at the very beginning of the very first Pokemon movie. Interesting. I didn't plan on that. The reason I chose Donphan because for the past few um, episodes, before I start recording, I had this weird sneezing fit out of nowhere. Like, I, I don't have a cold. I'm not sick or anything. Um, but I just, before I start recording, I just start sneezing like crazy for like at least 10 minutes. And while I was um, uh, 
sneezing and blowing my nose trying to get ready for the show so I don't sound all nasally and stuff uh, from having a stuffed up nose. Uh, for some reason, the Pokemon Dawn fan, you know, because I was thinking about elephants when I was blowing my nose because it was making a funny sound. So I was thinking about elephants. And then from there, went to Dawn fan because I was trying to think about a Pokemon of the episode. Anyways, that's why I chose it. I didn't choose it because of the whole first movie thing, but funny coincidence. All right. So that again is the Pokemon of the episode, Pokemon number 232, Dawn fan. If you guys have an iPhone, iPod, or iPod Touch, check out our app by searching FSPR in the iTunes store. You can download the podcast there without having to sync with your computer. Again, search FSPR in the iTunes store to get the Pokedex Radio podcast app. And coming soon for the Android. And for listeners of the Pokedex Radio podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download along with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios for your free audiobook and your opportunity to support the show for free. Now, that is pretty much it for today's episode. Um, Actually, let me get to something that I wanted to talk about. I was talking with a friend of mine at work yesterday who listens to the show, um, and I mentioned in my like 20-minute rant about fairy types that uh, about an article from uh, that somebody wrote on uh, Bulbapedia uh, that fairy type that when they say when they say magic I think fairy when they say spirit I think ghost he went ahead and cleared that up for me a little bit yesterday when we were talking uh, I'm sorry when you say magic I think psychic and when you say ghost uh, when you say spirit I, I think ghost so thinking about it thinking about this new fairy type because I'm still not a big fan of fairy type the whole fairy type idea you say magic and magic is not like psychic which makes sense after my friend explained it to me psychic is more like mental mind over matter types of things that's why psychic is strong against fighting types more of like a physical type thing compared to mental excuse me mental type um idea of an of a of a type and magic would be more like actual like sorcery things like that which makes sense which makes the fairy type also make more sense still not i'm just i still don't like it you know um (laughs) i'm still not a big fan of it but fairy does make more sense now i mean i'm gonna get used to it eventually you know i like i mentioned before i didn't really have much of an opinion about steel and dark types before i just thought it was so cool i thought they were like the you know they were so uh, they were new they were different at the time you know, plus Pokemon was still new um, after it was only its second generation after the first one. Obviously, you're going to have new stuff in the next game. Um, I guess what's really bothering me about the fairy type is that they, they're introducing it so late in the game. You know, a lot of these Pokemon seem like they could have been introduced in um, maybe even the third generation. You know, you look at a Pokemon like Flabebe, you know, the little fairy standing on top of the flower. And what do I see? I see a Sunflora. You know, these are a lot of Pokemon that look very similar to what we could have seen even from the very first generation. You know, which is nice, actually. You know, seeing Pokemon that look like Pokemon. Like, there's some Pokemon that I don't really think that look like Pokemon. For example, Sock and Throw. Don't like them too much. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Sigilyph? That new weird flying psychic thing uh, from the fifth generation. Or, yeah, fifth generation. Don't like it too much. You know, it just looks weird to me and stuff like uh, uh, the sarcophagus looking Pokemon thing. Those, to me, those don't look like Pokemon. Those look like inanimate objects that you decided to say, oh, hey, you know, something, some spirit, blah, 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 whatever uh, is um, inside of this inanimate object. That ice cream cone looking thing. A lot of this stuff just does not look like Pokemon, at least from the fifth generation. Honestly, don't like the fifth generation too much. love the games. Don't get me wrong. A lot of the Pokemon there do look like Pokemon and are, are awesome. Um but some I just don't like, but you can't make everybody happy with everything. But that is a little bit more of a rant about fairy type stuff. I'll get used to it eventually. So I don't know how else to, to put it. Like I mentioned this uh, earlier in today's episode, links to everything uh, can be found at pokedexradio.com slash 44 for today's episode. If you'd like to email me at all or contact me in any way, you can email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com. You could like us on Facebook and you can message me there. Uh, it's uh, facebook.com slash Pokedex Radio. 
can follow me at Twitter at FSAustinVO. You can even follow the Pokedex Radio on Twitter at Pokedex Radio. You can even subscribe on iTunes as well. Uh, if you just search Pokedex Radio on iTunes, or if you're already subscribed to us there, please write us a review and a uh, uh, positive review, of course. <laughs> and uh, also, if you'd like to, please rate us five stars. That could really help us out on uh, on the iTunes rankings there. And as well, uh, the Audible trial thing, if you haven't already, go ahead and try that out. You do get a free audio book, and it is very cool. Um, whatever book you want, honestly, it's out of... You, pretty much can choose. I think I want to say at least out of all of their books, you could, there's a 95% chance you can find whatever book you want or even 99% chance of finding whatever book you want and downloading it for free regardless of its price. Um, as well, the Amazon thing, if you'd like to buy anything off of Amazon, again, pokedexradio.com slash store. And from there, uh, you can find uh, a bunch of games like the Nintendo uh, DS, uh, 3D, I'm sorry, Nintendo 3DS, uh, the Nintendo Wii U, stuff like that. I've been, I try to add some more stuff. And if, if you'd like to support me for the show and you don't see an item that's there, please tell me, please send me a link to that item saying, hey, I would like to support you, but I don't see this item on your store. Can you make a link for it for me? And you just, uh, you just send me the link to Amazon for that exact item because I'm not going to know exactly what you want. So send me a link to that exact item and then, and then I'll reply back within, within a day for, um, with that exact item only through my Pokedex radio, um, affiliate link stuff. Um, so you can purchase the item with, without any, it's, they don't have discounts. It's not like you're getting an item, you know, you get anything extra and you don't pay anything more as well. So you're just getting the same thing as if you were to buy on Amazon just through me to help support the show. And uh, you can also, you know, um, support the show by donating or whatever. You've go to pokedexradio.com slash donate, I want to say. Uh, from there, you could also help us out there as well um, by uh, by donating to the show. Let me see if I can find that link. Um, yes, pokedexradio.com slash donate. And then you could um, donate there through PayPal. Uh, you see the link to the Audible trial thing as well. Um, and there's also the link to the store up there on the main menu um, at pokedexradio.com. You can find everything there. But that is it for today's episode. Uh, we're already running close to an hour now. Uh, I'd like to thank you guys for listening, for keeping up with, uh, with the Pokedex Radio. Again, my name is Austin, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next time. This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production. Copyright 2013, Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com.